In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you how I met St. Matthew in real life and what he taught me about finances. Let's go. The real question is this. How can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive, but thrives? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolina. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 30 of the Journey to Marriage show. I'm Rafi, and it's just me today. And today I want to go ahead and talk about my story of how I met St. Matthew in real life. And yeah, it was literally life-changing. And I'm excited to be able to share this on his feast day since it's today, September 21st. And what more fitting than to talk about St. Matthew and how he taught me about what I should be doing with my finances um, to manage in a way that God intends us to. So I want to give you a little bit about the story of how I met him. So this all happened when I broke up with my ex-fiance. I was at a time in my life where I, w- I just felt so empty. I felt very empty. I felt like I didn't know where I was going. But, you know, deep down in my heart, I desired something bigger than myself. I desired God. I desired to come back to God and to live my life according to His will after the so many years of me just doing everything contrary to what He wanted me to do in my life and in my relationships. And I remember a few weeks after that breakup where I was still trying to pursue God and really just rekindle my relationship with Him, I remember driving home from work and I was stopped at a stoplight. And when I was stopped at a stoplight in Hawaii, I saw a man at the at the side of the road. And I see this this same guy almost every other day, every time I come home from work. But for some reason at that time, I was like, you know what, I want to talk to him. Um, I want to talk to this guy. So I rolled down my window and I had money. I had money that I wanted to give him. So I was talking to him like, hey, and I gave him the money and I was like, how are you doing? Just kind of talking story. And he was just so joyful. He was so joyful. And when the right before the light turned green, I asked him like, hey, what's your name? By the way, I want to pray for you. And um, I was like, my name is Rafi, so would you mind praying for me? And he's like, yeah, I'll pray for you, Rafi. My name is Matthew. And and then I drove off. I drove off not thinking about anything. I was like, okay, that's cool, Matthew. Now I know this guy's name. 
So I could say hi to him every time I come back home from work. And then there was another instance where I was driving home from um, from downtown Oahu. I think I was probably coming home from jujitsu. And it was underneath this, it was underneath an overpass. I remember I was stopped again at a stop, at a stop sign, a stop light. And I saw a guy with a sign saying that he needs help. He needs food or money. So again, I decided to just roll down my window and I talked story with him. And I was like, hey, what's your name? Um, my name is Rafi. Would you mind praying for me? Because I'm, I'm just going through a hard time right now and I just need your prayers and I want to pray for you. And he said, yeah, please pray for me. My name is Matthew. I'm like, huh, okay. Again, it never really clicked to me yet. Um, so I just went on my way, went home. But then there was this last day where I was coming home from going to the mall in Waikiki. And I was stopped at a stoplight. And on the medium, the median of the street, there was another man. He was just joyful, like the smile on his face. He just looked so welcoming. I remember like the warmth of just like looking at him. And I wanted to talk to him. I just felt so compelled, something in my heart that made me want to talk to him. So I, 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 I lowered down my window and I was talking story. I was like, hey, how are you doing? Um, would you mind praying for me? I'm Rafi and I want to pray for you as well. What's your name? And uh, I gave him money when that happened as well, right? I gave him money and I said that. And then he said, my name is Matthew. And here's what happened. He smiled at me. He looked at me and he said, I pray for those who give. He smiled at me and then the light turned green and I drove. I drove away and for some reason at that moment in that minute I just felt like some like sense of peace and wonder because I'm no that's one of the time that I noticed I'm like Matthew there's like all these Matthews I've been I've been um meeting every time I would give them money and I'm like huh this is this is really interesting so as soon as I got home I ran to my laptop turned it on and went to, went to Google and I was wanting to know more about Saint Matthew and I know a lot of us know about what he he is he's a tax collector he is a tax collector and he's the patron saint of bankers and that's when it hit me I realized that it wasn't just a regular person that I was meeting those three times and it wasn't a coincidence. I truly believe that on those three instances, I met St. Matthew. Being him, the, pa the patron saint of bankers and being a tax collector and me giving him money, I'm like, that must be St. Matthew. And God was 
telling me something. And the fact that St. Matthew said to me, the last one said, I pray for those who give to me right before the light turned green. I'm like, wow, that's just amazing. And I remember like just crying. When I when I realized that, I just started crying in my my room like, wow, on my path back to God and just trying to rekindle my faith. I met St. Matthew and this just took me to a whole nother journey. This new journey of how I should be do how I should be um being more of in my life and how I should be managing finances and money the way God intended for us to to do so and and that is to be more of a giver to be more of a giver of my resources so this like really just took me <laughs> into a new part of my life where I just desire to give so much more of myself and my time and my money it got to a point where I was giving 15% of my income, my monthly income, to the church, to other people, to ministry, all these things. I just wanted to be a giver. And and it, it took, it was like a lot of my comfort, it was me getting out of my comfort zone because I remember growing up, I was just called and I, I, I was just learning how to give and tie to the church like a dollar or like five dollars into the collection basket and if you're one of those who are listening to that um that were raised in that way too i resonate like that's how i was growing up so when i started giving a lot more of my money i'm like whoa this is this is hard this is out of my comfort zone but you know i transformed through this whole process of of contributing more and I remember I was running a business at the time while I was working full-time in the military. And when I started giving more of my money, one thing I noticed is that my business started flourishing. I started making more book sales because I was a book publisher at the time. And another thing that I've been noticing throughout my marriage, throughout my life, is that God has been providing for us so much so much even during the times of uncertainty he's been providing so much um resources that we get to use and to live off of and i'm just so grateful and through this whole journey of giving and contributing i just find more joy there's just so there's just something about about contributing what you have to others and seeing the joy in their face and their lives and how it just impacted how it just impacted my life and it really just forced me to get over my scarcity mentality thinking that there isn't enough and when i started giving more of my money to other people it pushed me into a mentality of being abundant that there is abundance that god has given to me and that i can give and share with everybody that i encounter in my life the saint matthews in my life and i it just made me feel so free when it came to my finances and seeing that how that is flourishing in our marriage right now and and uh, throughout my life and i'm just so grateful to have to have uh encountered that in my life when i started to 
um, rekindle my faith. So for all of you who are listening to this right now, our call is to, when it comes to finances, is that we need to understand that this is God's resource. This is not ours. Money is not ours. It's God's. And he's calling us to manage it in the way that he intends us to do so. And that is that we should use our money to be generous, to contribute, to help others. Because giving starts a receiving process. That's what it starts. It's not receiving and then you give. It's you give and then you receive. So some things that you could start doing is start to give more of your money to the church. Start up a fund that you can give to others as gifts. People that you can that you will meet on the streets, the homeless, the needy, that you could just give. You could even buy food and and um, keep it in your in your car that you could pass out at any time you might meet the Saint Matthews of your life on on the road and um, also donating to the organizations that you're passionate about. There's so many ways that you can give of your money and some other ways, of course, you could give of your time and your energy. You could volunteer, volunteer at a homeless shelter. You can volunteer at soup kitchens. You know, God is calling us to get out of our comfort zones and to give of what he has given to us. We are not called to just keep it to ourselves. We are not called to build wealth to keep it just for us. We are called to give, to contribute so that we can change other people's lives and um, change the world. So with that being said, I hope this inspired you. And um, I know it inspired me. And it's so cool to just be able to share this story. And I'm going to share this story for the rest of my life because it it made it like a profound effect in how I started to live my life, how I started to manage my finances and really just being open to to seeing how God works through my life. Um, so with that being said, I wanted to close this episode and ask for the intercession of St. Matthew that he may intercede for us uh, and help us and guide us in regards to our finances and how we should be managing it. I know um, those who are listening to this, you know, with everything with COVID, you might have gotten a, a affected, neg- negatively affected with your income. And I just want to let you know that God will provide. He always will. And we just got to trust in that. And we ask for St. Matthew's intercession to help us during these times for financial assistance. So let us pray. Nomine Patris Filii Spiritus Sancti. Amen. O God, who with untold mercy were pleased to to choose as an apostle St. Matthew, the tax collector, grant that, sustained by his example and intercession, we may merit to hold firm in following you. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this episode. 
If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications of future episodes. Secondly, would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage. And lastly, if you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, go to journeytomarriage.com resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until, Until next, next time, time, future spouses. spouses.